As we head into week seven of the NFL, multiple teams are on bye weeks, like the Jaguars, who just won their first game in over a year. They should think about not coming back. Nation, welcome to another episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. And these predictions are not getting better. Grassy, and today we are going to be predicting each game in the Week 7 lineup. And uh, there are six teams on by. You got the Bills, the Jaguars, the Cowboys, the Chargers, the Vikings, and the Steelers. Also, from what I said in the intro, the Vikings don't have to come back either. And we'll be breaking down the remaining games. There's 13 games to be played this week. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new patrons. First, we have CAX117, and then we have Guillermo, the polite Raider fan Contreras. A big shout out and thank you to you both. So last week, I went a respectable I guess, 9-5, and five, making me 60-33 and 33 on the season in our Pick'em League, which is over 7,000 people. I am 1,643rd place, and there is a new number one, and he has sole possession of the number one spot, and that is Gavin with a resounding 72-22. and 22. So, Gavin, congratulations to you. Starting off with our Thursday night game, you got the Denver Broncos heading in to take on the Cleveland Browns. A game that a couple weeks ago, I'd be like, oh, the Browns are going to walk away with this. But (laughs) nay, nay. The Broncos uh, started out winning the first three games of their season and have lost three straight, just like the Carolina Panthers. Uh, After getting smacked by the Raiders at home last week, Things are not looking too good for the Denver Broncos. Their offense is bad. Their defense is bad. Their special teams are bad. It's just bad. Now, looking over at the Cleveland Browns, they are injured to holy heck. Holy heck. JOK, short-term IR. Kareem Hunt, short-term IR. Nick Chubb, not playing. And just announced this morning, Case Keenum will be the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns instead of Baker Mayfield, who is also hurt. Also, on top of that, their offensive line is injured. They got their asses kicked by the Arizona Cardinals. We were able to take advantage of that, force Baker Mayfield into a bunch of turnovers. It was not good. So this basically comes down to, are the Broncos good enough to beat an entire offense that is basically made of second stringers? OBJ and Landry coming back, that would be really big for them. Case Keenum has that experience, could potentially get it done, do just enough. Though the fact that, just like we saw last week, the Browns had a pivot from being a run-first team to trying to do anything else, and it didn't really work for them. Here, at least they're able to game plan with these guys out, though it's a lot of injuries. And so this game, I feel like, is a toss-up. It's a game the Broncos should win. It's a game that both teams need to win. Even though it makes all the sense in the world, that the Broncos would actually be able to come together and win. I'm still going to pick the Case Keenum-led Cleveland Browns. And if the Broncos somehow do lose this game, 
it's going to be pandemonium. Moving on, you got the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Tennessee Titans. The Chiefs, uh, after a horrific first half, bounced back and wound up taking care of business of the Washington football team, which is not really saying anything considering their defense is atrocious this year. Meanwhile, the Titans pulling off a shocker and defeating the Buffalo Bills at home on Monday Night Football. The defense was constantly getting after Josh Allen, Derrick Henry rushing for three touchdowns. Things were clicking. The question now becomes, can the Titans, who are a scrappy team, can they take down the Kansas City Chiefs? Well, let's put it this way. The Chiefs' defense is poo-poo garbage. Yes, they held the Washington football team to a scoreless second half, but again, not really saying a whole lot here. I'm inclined to give it to the Titans because of Derrick Henry. A.J. Brown has been very quiet this year. Julio Jones has been quiet this year. Maybe this is the game where they break out and they do some damage. However, I, I is this even an upset at this point? I'm going to pick the Chiefs. I think their offense is going to be able to score on the Titans. I know I said the same exact thing about the Bills, and I feel like this is a little bit of an underdog situation here. I'm going to pick the Chiefs, and I really don't have a good rationale for it. I just feel like this is the week where Tyreek Hill is going to have himself a big game. The Titans are coming off a big win against a really good opponent in the Bills. Can they sustain it? Potentially, but the Titans have been wildly inconsistent this year, and so... I'm going to lean towards the Chiefs. Moving on, you got the Washington Wildflowers taking on the Green Bay mother-loving Packers back at Lambeau Field, thankfully. And yeah, Washington's a bad football team right now. They're they're not good. I mean, Heinke is doing the best he can out there. You miss Ryan Fitzmagic, but the defense is really the story here. The defense is just bad. Bad. It's straight up bad. And one of the most disappointing defenses of this year, considering last year how good their defense actually was. The Packers, they're another beat up football team. No Jair Alexander. Uh, Savage is, let's see if he's going to play because he had a concussion last week or is getting evaluated for a concussion. Preston Smith is injured. Dave Bakhtiari can thankfully practice again, but Josh Myers, our center, is going to be out. MVS is still out. There's a lot of people who are out. However, the Packers have shown a tenacity to win football games regardless of their injuries. I feel like this is a defense that they can definitely take advantage of. I think the run game is going to find some success here with A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. And, of course, Devontae Adams is going to Devontae Adams. So because of that, I am going to pick the Packers to win this one. And the Wildflowers, unfortunately, fall once again. Moving on, you got a very intriguing AFC North matchup between the Kitty Goes Meow Cincinnati Bengals Taking on the quote, the Ravens nevermore. The Ravens absolutely slapping the bejesus out of the Chargers, holding them to six points all game in an incredible defensive display. Meanwhile, the Bengals, they're looking pretty good this year. Yes, you know, there's flaws on that team, but Joe Burrow having himself a nice season. Jamar Chase doing phenomenal things. Joe Mixon getting back to full health. He's a great running back. Their defense, sneakily good. This should be a really good football game and be a great litmus test for the Cincinnati Bengals to see how good they are facing off against one of the best teams in the AFC. I do think Lamar Jackson is going to cause a lot of problems for the Bengals. However, I do anticipate this potentially being a very close game, but I do have the Ravens taking this one. But chin up, Kitty goes meow. Your time is coming.
Moving on, you got the Carolina Panthers taking on the New Jersey Giants. Sam Darnold playing in the same stadium where he was. Just, you know, he was a jet back then. But the Panthers are another team. Won three straight, now have lost three straight. They're struggling. Sam Darnold looked absolutely awful last week, except they were able to get a drive at the very end to force that game into overtime against the Vikings. But Christian McCaffrey is not going to be available, so that is a big blow. They definitely need Christian McCaffrey on this football team. I think the Panthers do have enough to win because the Giants are just decimated right now, not only in talent, but also as a team. Daniel Jones, banged up. Saquon Barkley, banged up. Kenny Galladay, banged up. Kadarius <laughs> Toney, banged up. It's it's rough over in Giants land. And so because of that, I'm going to pick the Panthers to be here just only because I don't even know who the Giants are going to be playing on Sunday. So, you know, they might be beating some people off the streets. Then you got the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins suffering a loss against the Jacksonville Jaguars, giving the Jaguars their first win. Something I predicted last week because the Dolphins are a bad football team. They're top five worst defenses in points allowed and top five worst offenses in points scored. That's not a recipe for a good football team. Tua is back, which I think is going to be at least an upgrade over Jacoby Brissett, or at least the potential and ceiling is a little bit higher. The Falcons... I mean, they're the Falcons. They had a bye week last week. And the Falcons are one of those teams that, like, they'll go on a three-game stretch where, like, their defense will play amazingly well. They'll do really good. And then they'll, like, fall back to earth. I do think that this is going to be one of those games that the Falcons' offense is going to be able to take advantage of the Dolphins. I know they were without their two corners last week, meaning the Dolphins. So if that's the case this week, look for Matt Ryan to put up some good points here. And I think the Falcons will take this. Moving on, you got the New Jersey Jets taking on the New England Patriots. The Jets, yeah, they're on a bye last week, and you know they could stay there too because the Jets are just not a good football team. Taking on the New England Patriots. The Patriots going toe-to-toe with the Dallas Cowboys, forcing it into overtime, and I think that that is a statement uh, to how sneakily okay because they're not good like how sneakily okay the Patriots still are they can still compete right they could go toe-to-toe with the Buccaneers they can go toe-to-toe with the Cowboys they can apparently go toe-to-toe with the Texans as well I think that they're missing talent on that team and they are still in the middle of a rebuild they also have rookie Mac Jones back there so he's still developing the Jets yeah like I said before their defense is is solid but Their offense is not great. Last time these two teams played, Zach Wilson threw like four interceptions. So I imagine the Patriots defense in Foxborough is going to have a similar result. Maybe not four interceptions, maybe only two. And I do see the Patriots taking this one. Then you got the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Vegas Raiders. The Eagles... I mean, they clawed back at least. Their offense didn't really do anything, and their defense wasn't good for about three quarters against the Buccaneers, but then they wound up coming back and making it a game for a hot second before Tom Brady was like, ha-ha, that's cute, and then won the game. Taking on the Raiders, who I just said, they blew out the Broncos even after all the controversy with Gruden and going in and people are injured. Kenyon Drake finally getting some production. Hopefully this sets a tone for the rest of the season that they could use Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake as that one-two back. It seemed that they were finally utilizing Drake in the correct way. The Eagles, 
with Jalen Hurts, I think as a mobile QB could cause some problems for that Raiders defense, but I think the Raiders overall have a better football team. They're a little bit more complete. So because of that, I am going to pick the Raiders to win this week over the Eagles. Then you have the only winless team in the NFL, the Detroit Lions, taken on the LA Rams. Matthew Stafford facing his old team after... Uh, <laughs> Coach Dan Campbell basically was like, hey, Jared Goff, you got to play good, okay? Just a little, little, little bit better. The Lions are just suffering from a lack of talent. I think the coach is there. I think the QB is not really there. They need some more help at wide receiver. They got some injuries along the line, especially losing your, like, all-star center. They got some issues here. The Rams are firing on all cylinders right this second. They beat the crap out of the Giants last week. Cooper Cup is playing out of his mind. Matthew Stafford's in the MVP conversation, which makes Lions fans go, I'm so happy for him, but I'm dead on the inside. This looks to be another uh, win for Matthew Stafford and the LA Rams. And I have to imagine that Stafford's going to take a little bit more pride in this one. And he might just throw 500 yards. Then, miscounting our way into the next game, you got the Chicago Bears taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Of course, the infamous game last year in which Tom Brady forgot to count to fourth down and wound up losing that game against the Bears, in which I was happy and sad at the exact same time. The Bears uh, getting owned by Aaron Rodgers. By the way, you can purchase a I Own You shirt uh, right now in the link down in the description. Triggering an entire city while also going, yeah, I mean, he's not wrong. The Bears... Their defense, good. Defensive line is good. Secondary needs some work and needs some help. The offense, I mean, Justin Fields is a rookie. He's still developing. David Montgomery not being there definitely hurts. Khalil Herbert, though, looking real nice last week against the Packers. However, the Buccaneers, they're playing pretty darn good football right now. They most definitely have a better offense, and I think it outscore the Bears anytime, anywhere. And the defense, uh, yeah, I think they're going to do enough to keep them in check. The offensive line of the Bears is a little bit suspect. So because of that, I'm going to have the Buccaneers take this one. Then in the battle of mismatches, you have the Houston Texans taking on the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals are undefeated. They wiped the floor with the Browns last week. Their offense, they'll be playing Zach Ertz this week. And their defense made Baker Mayfield's life a living hell. The Texans... Yeah, they're the Texans. The only thing that they have over the Cardinals is Davis's Mills neck is a bit taller than Kyler Murray's entire body. That being said, the Texans are not a good football team and I don't see them winning this. Cardinals. Then moving on to Sunday night football, you got the Indianapolis Colts taking on the San Francisco 49ers. A sneaky good matchup, I suspect. The Colts finding some success. Carson Wentz, even though he gets a lot of crap, guys playing on two sprained ankles. He's playing pretty damn good football. Jonathan Taylor's starting to come into his own a little bit. The 49ers had a bye last week, so they couldn't lose. So that's solid. They're injured. And they are also starting a rookie QB. So that's a bit problematic as well. I think this is a good thing for the 49ers that this is a home game for them. However, I think the Colts' defense is going to be able to step it up a little bit. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to find some success. I think Carson Wentz with Jonathan Taylor and the defense of the Colts is going to be a little bit too much for the 49ers. I could see this being a very good game, but I will have the Colts take in this one. 
And finally, for Monday Night Football, you got Jameis Winston taking on Geno Smith. How's that for a primetime matchup? The Saints, a wildly inconsistent team in which they look amazing and then lose to terrible teams, are going into Seattle, not an easy place to play, to take on Geno Smith and the Seahawks. The Seahawks took the Steelers to the very limit going into overtime on Sunday Night Football, find themselves in primetime again. The Seahawks, I mean, yeah, the defense is not great. The run game is still there, even without Chris Carson, as they showed against the Pittsburgh Steelers. However, TJ Watt made their lives a living hell. The Saints getting some people back from injury potentially this week, which would be a huge boost to them, not only to the offense, but also to the defense. I think the Saints and Jameis Winston are going to be able to take this one. I just don't believe enough in the Seahawks here who are struggling at the bottom of the NFC West. And so because of that, Saints, Kamara, probably is going to have themselves a good night. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How are you doing in the Pick'em League? Let me know. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or at TomGrossyComedy on all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go!